heavy And the road is rough and long Sometimes our feet get weary And so sore But a brighter day is coming Soon I'll step on heaven's shore And I won't have to worry anymore I won't have to worry When I reach the other shore All my troubles will be over And I'll rest forevermore My eyes will be on Jesus And my heart will be aglow And I won't have to worry anymore Someday when life is over and I said my last goodbye I'll see my Savior standing at the door Then I'll hear him say, you're welcome All your cares are left behind And I won't have to worry anymore Shore. All my troubles will be over And I'll rest forevermore My eyes will be on Jesus And my heart will be aglow And I won't have to worry anymore My will be on Jesus, and my heart will be aglow, and I won't have to worry anymore. And Russ and the Old Fashioned Quartet from their latest album, um, an old convention song is the album title and that song of course is called I Won't Have to Worry Anymore and what a great great thought that is and a good reminder for us all that there will be a time when we will not have to worry anymore coming up today during 11 to 1 Miss Vicki Mutchler will be talking about love in marriage on a word of encouragement that's at 1130 at 12.05 CW today with Loretta Walker and it's a happy Friday so we'll hear from Francie Taylor and the Keep the Heart podcast be sure to stay right here with Faith Music Radio for these programs designed with you ladies 
in mind. I have another great song about worry, and this is for us now, because there will be one day when we won't have to worry anymore when we're when we are in heaven. But right now, worry can end when our faith begins, and that's what this song is about, and is sung here by Park Avenue Baptist Church. You're listening to Faith Music Radio. makes you feel good. Faith Music Radio. Guaranteed work from certified ASE mechanics. That's the peace of mind that comes with thrifty car care in Evansville. Sure, you could roll the dice, grab a wrench, and watch a YouTube video and do it yourself. But that could cost you a whole lot more than you want to pay in time and money. Thrifty Car Care does it all, bumper to bumper. They back all repairs, foreign and domestic, with a 24-month, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Thrifty Car Care, with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. They're located at 4500 East Morgan Avenue in Evansville. 
or call 812-437-5011. That's 812-437-5011. Or go online at thriftycarcarecenter.com. Have you been putting off estate planning? Every year you say, I'm going to take care of it, and yet it's not done. Why not resolve to take the opportunity to get that done this year and call Sheets, Charles & Charles at 812-476-2762. That's 812-476-2762. Make an appointment and let certified elder law attorney Stephen Charles help you navigate this important part of your financial life. Stephen and Lindsay Charles are professionals and they care. Stop by their office at 4828 Lincoln Avenue right behind Barnes & Noble or give them a call and set up an appointment, 812-476-2762. You'll be glad you did. Faith Music Radio is listener-supported Christian radio. That means every dollar must travel through a heart before it reaches us. Precious name singers with that song you're listening to faith music radio he can be depended on what a great thought i looked out my window um, yesterday i believe it was or the day before um, when it was the weather was warmer 
than it is today because it's quite chilly today but I saw a little birdie and he was doing like he does every year I see this little birdie entering our grill with its mouth full of things and I thought oh. I was trying to watch out for this birdie this year because I was going to stop him or maybe I'm sure it's a she because <laughs> She was building a nest. Um, I was going to stop her from building a nest this year. I was going to watch it and I was going to open up the grill and just shoo her away. Do not build a nest in here. But I opened the grill and it was too late. There was a nice, nice, beautiful nest. And I thought as I looked at this mound of leaves and grass and sticks and all kinds of items as I looked at this mass of nesting and this hole, it, it wasn't, it, it, this hole bore out in the center of it, almost like, I don't know, a cave. It was like a cave and it was on the side. I looked at that and I think I thought, how many trips did she have to make to get that nest done? How many trips did it take? Because she brings a leaf here, a stick there, a wad of grass there, here, you know, it's just... It's just little by little, inch by inch. That little birdie is the most consistent little birdie I've ever seen because she does this every year in my husband's grill. She is consistent. She is hardworking. She is dependable. And I thought about myself. Is that me, Janice? Am I dependable? How about you? Can you be counted on? Can you be depended upon to teach your Sunday school class, to be there in your master's club, to, to be a nursery worker? Whatever it is your job is, maybe it's to, it's to wash the baptismal clothe, clothing and towels. Can they depend on you? Dependability is the best ability and this Sunday and it's Friday so Sunday's coming um, this Sunday be committed to whatever the job God has given you whatever the place he's put you in make sure that you are dependent on here's the fundamental difference are you committed you're listening to faith of Christ Have you given Him full control of all your passion, self, and pride Does your heart feel burdened for the lost in sin Or is your heart so hardened that you feel no love within Are you committed Cause of Christ, do you really love Him? Have you given Him your life? You can make an outward appearance, but what counts is what's inside. Are you fully committed to the cause of Jesus Christ?
with all your power and your might. Do you ever stop and wonder about the things that God could do? If you would simply humble your heart and heart and allow Him to work through you. Are you committed to the cause of Christ? Have you given him your life? You can make an outward appearance, but what counts is what's inside. Are you fully committed to the cause of Jesus Christ? I'm asking you, are you of Christ. Do you really love Him? Have you given Him your life? You can make an outward appearance, but what counts is what's inside. Are you fully committed? Is your heart and life surrendered? Are you fully Up next, you're going to hear from Miss Vicki Mushler on a word of encouragement. You can follow Miss Vicki on Facebook. She has a group called On a Positive Note. On a Positive Note. So if you're on Facebook, I suggest you follow this lady. She just has some great teaching and she's um, just an encourager. And so here she is on a word of encouragement. Here's today's word of encouragement from Mrs. Vicki Mutchler. Love between husbands and wives. Is it always agreeing? Well, I don't think so. You know, Satan has a way of making us think that we're the only one that could have any problems. But he only has one old tool belt with a few rusty tools. He he uses it over and over again on Adam and Eve, Abraham and Sarah, and yes, you and your beloved. We fall for it every time, and we listen to the lies. But, you know, we hear things, and we say, oh, I don't believe it. But we do. Dear lady, it doesn't stop at your head. It's buried in your heart. It's a tape that runs over and over in your head all day. Even when he's too tired to say it to your face, you still hear it. It's emotionally crippling. Unfortunately, there's no pill that will rid the problem, no smile big enough to hide the hurt, and no Facebook post that can make you look like you're the ideal couple. You hide it well. But let's say that we need some help. First, read your Bible with a new purpose and mark all the verses that say what God thinks of you. Remember, God loves you and you are his child. Talk to your pastor or pastor's wife. They don't think less of you for it. Find someone trustworthy you can confide in, not someone in your peer group, because let me tell you, they have the same problems. Make boundaries and be sure you know that it's true that you teach people how to treat you. Mrs. Vicki Mutchler is the wife of Pastor Mike Mutchler of Grandview Baptist Church in Beaver Creek, Oregon, where they've ministered together for over 30 years. Word of Encouragement is a production of Faith Music Radio. 
For additional resources from Mrs. Mutchler and her daily word of encouragement, visit Faith Music Radio online at www.faithmusicradio.com. Word of Encouragement is a production of Faith Music Radio. Providence Baptist College, constantly abiding. There's a peace in my heart that the world never gave. A peace it cannot take away. Though the trials of life may surround like a cloud, I've a peace that has come here to Constantly abiding Jesus is mine Constantly abiding Rapture divine He never leaves me lonely Whispers oh so kind I will never leave thee Jesus is mine. All the world seems to sing of a Savior and King. When peace with thee came to my heart, troubles all fled away and my night turned to day. Blessed Jesus, how glorious. Programming is brought to you in part by Charlie's Electric. For all of your electrical needs, call Charlie's Electric at 812-867-1491. Whether it's commercial, industrial, or residential, Charlie and his boys can do the job for you. That's Charlie's Electric at area code 812-867-1491. Is there junk piling up around your house? Wish you could just get rid of it with a swipe of your hand? Well, waving your hands won't do it, but using your fingers to call 812-598-6300 can make that happen for you. Complete hauling will haul off that old couch, clear out your basement or your garage. They'll even clear the whole house out for you. Did someone move out of one of your rental properties and leave you with a bunch of junk that they don't want? Call Complete Hauling at 
800-800-0000 and get rid of all of your unwanted items very easily. Again, call 812-598-6300 today. Hello, this is Evangelist Calvin Allen with the Faith Men Quartet. I sing the tenor part, and I love listening to us on Faith Music Radio. Brightly beams our Father's mercy from His lighthouse evermore. But to us He gives the keeping of the lights along the shore. Let the lower lights be burning, send a gleam across the wave. Some poor fainting, struggling seamen, you may rescue, you may save. sin has settled, loud the angry billows roar. Eager eyes are watching, longing for the lights along the shore. Trim your feeble let my brother some poor sailor tempest-tossed Trying now to make the harbor In the darkness may be lost Let the lower lights be burning Send a gleam across the wave Some Fainting, struggling seamen, you may rescue, you may save. And Russ and the Old Fashioned Quartet with that song, an old song, but a great song, Let the Lower Lights Be Burning. A friend of mine um, shared the story behind that song. The author of this is unknown, but I want to share it with you. At one of D.L. Moody's meetings in America, he related the story of a shipwreck on a dark and tempestuous night when not even a star was visible. A ship was approaching the harbor of Cleveland when a, when a with a pilot on board. The captain, noticing only one light as they drew near, and that was from the lighthouse, he asked the pilot if he was sure that it was Cleveland Harbor, as other lights should have been burning at the harbor mouth. The pilot replied that he was quite sure, whereupon the captain inquired, Where are the lower lights? Gone out, sir, replied the pilot. Can you make the harbor then? asked the captain, So, to which the pilot answered, We must, sir, or perish. Bravely the old man steered the vessel upon her course toward safety. 
But alas, in the darkness of the harbor mouth, he missed the channel. The ship struck upon many rocks, and in the stormy waters many lives were lost. Then Moody made this appeal to his audience. Brothers, the master will take care of the great lighthouse. Let us keep the lower lights burning. Let us keep the lower lights burning. Among Moody's listeners that evening was Mr. Philip P. Bliss, the well-known hymn writer. And the striking story at once suggested to him one of his most popular hymns, Brightly Beams Our Father's Mercy, from his lighthouse evermore. But to us, to us, he gives the keeping of the lights along the shore. Wow. Love that song. Love the thought in it. Let us let our light shine. Oh, we're just a lower light. We're just a little light, but we can light the way for someone. And if we stay focused on the lighthouse, Jesus, (laughs) he's our lighthouse, is he not? Um, That will help our light to shine and shine more brightly. Cecily Hamilton and friends with the song, He's my lighthouse. Oftentimes we get discouraged And we think that no one cares It's hard to find somebody Just to sit down and talk and share About the things that God has promised And the things that He will be In the song that I am singing This is what He means to me He's my lighthouse He's my bridge over troubled waters He's the old ship of Zion Out on the raging sea He's the one I'm leaning on He's the man who conquered Calvary He's the rock I'm standing on Let us lift our hearts toward heaven And thank Him for His love He showed a new beginning On the wings of a dove For He brought us through the dark nights And He's helped us through our sorrows I'm excited in His Spirit I can sing about His love He's my lighthouse He's my bridge over troubled waters He's the old ship of Zion Out on the raging sea He's my cornerstone He's the one I'm leaning on He's the man who conquered Calvary He's the rock I'm standing on He's my lighthouse He's my bridge over troubled waters He's the old ship of Zion Out on the raging sea He's my cornerstone He's the one I'm leaning on He's the man who conquered Calvary He's the rock I'm standing on He's the man who conquered Calvary Turn the tides and calm the anger. 
and that means we have to be forgiving. The forgiven must forgive others. It is inevitable that we will be offended while we live on this earth. Being offended is inevitable, but living offended is a choice. And that's why Jesus Christ, our example of forgiveness, calls us to a life of forgiving others. It's a part of of that call of Christ and whatever the call is that you have on your life for Christ forgiveness is part of it Matt McNorris sings a song called The Call of Christ The Call of Christ is my one desire you're listening to Faith Music Radio From where I stand I may not see the Master's hand Yet day by day His love unveils His Master plan So I am 
you 
Christ, I made the statement that being offended is inevitable. And it is inevitable, but living offended is a choice. And when we make that choice not to forgive, we will live a life offended with a chip on our shoulder. And Christ expects us to forgive. He has forgiven us so much. What a gracious God he is. We have got to give that same grace. Extend the grace that God has given to us. We have to extend it to others. That's what being a Christian is all about. It's it's about love. By love. That's how people, um, that's how others know that we are his disciples. By our love for each other. And there's no place for unforgiveness in love. I love this next song. It's another song about choice. And it's called, I Choose to Be a Christian. I choose to live as a Christian. I choose to be a Christian. I choose to follow Christ. Sung here by a group of teens, the Bailey's Grove Baptist Church Teens. And you're listening to Faith Music Radio. scriptures before I could read them I found them to be true that's why I believe them with all of my heart my soul and my strength with every song I sing I choose to be a Christian I will follow Christ carry the cross that leads I will be true 
for my convictions Whatever others do I choose to be a Christian As this world grows darker My lamp will be burning Kindled with love for the one who is worthy He gave his all so I will give mine Christian. I will be bold, unashamed of the gospel of His name. Of His name, I choose to be a Christian. I will follow Christ, carry the cross that leads to life. I will be true. It's powerful, it's positive, it's Faith Music Radio coming up during the noon hour of 11 to 1. Loretta Walker on CW Today. She has a question for you. Are you weary? And then at 1230, you'll hear from Francie Taylor on Keep the Heart, the tricky terrain of giving advice. Both these programs are coming your way during the noon hour of 11 to 1. I do want to give a shout out to you ladies about the Faithful Ladies Daycation, April 21st and 22nd. Francie Taylor of Keep the Heart and Sharon Raven, a pastor's wife from Raleigh, North Carolina. They'll be joining us and we'll be our keynote speakers. And it's just going to be a great ladies meeting. You can learn more and register at Faith musicradio.com the music's going to be amazing and will be provided by faith music missions and one of the singers will be maria kaminsky maria is going to take us into the noon hour of 11 to 1 the song another song about choice and it's called i choose jesus thank you for joining us on faith music radio thank you for choosing faith today of decisions we make choices we live and learn now I'm standing at a crossroad and I must choose which way to turn down the one
to CW Today, a daily five-minute program dedicated to helping women with their life relationships, hosted by Veteran Ladies Conference speaker and the editor of Christian Womanhood Magazine, Mrs. Loretta Walker. The closer a woman's heart is to the heart of God, the better able she is to thrive in her relationships with others. In that spirit, here's the host of CW Today, Mrs. Loretta Walker. Do you get tired? You know, the kind of tired that's just bone-weary tired. I think in this day and age, I, I don't know if people way back in the pioneer days were as busy as we are, but it just seems like with all the helps we have, we have electric, we have uh, mixers, we have uh, dishwashers, we have lots of things at our fingertips to help us to not to do things quicker, but it seems like we're busier and busier. And as we get busier, I feel like we get weary. But it it's most, don't you think it's because we have so much that we're trying to accomplish? Tell you what, have I been weary? Yes, I have. But my husband and I, we're really motivated to accomplish a lot for the cause of Christ. And if you're out there and you're weary, it's probably because you're very motivated to do something. You know, you want to be a big part of your children's lives. When you work at your job, you want to accomplish something. You want to help your boss uh, be what he's supposed to be, uh, make money, whatever it is. Or maybe you have a your, your own business person and you really want to make it because you want your business to be successful. Well, all of those things are what adds to us being weary. And Galatians 6, 9 says, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. So what I do is when I'm weary, I look at the end result. I just say, you know, there's times when I think, oh, life just stinks. It's terrible. Uh, everything is bad. I don't want to do anything spiritual. I want to just lay back, you know. I there are times when I feel that way. But you know what I real, realize when I feel that way is I, I just need to look at my end result. 
How do I keep from being weary in the work that I'm called to do? Well, I look at the end result. I look, wow, what is coming? What am I going to be able to accomplish? And how are we going to be able to do this? And I, I get excited. You know, I have to turn things around. That's part of it, what I do when I'm weary. But the second thing that I do when I'm weary is I evaluate. Hey, do I need some extra rest? You know, maybe I'm sleeping, but I'm not sleeping soundly. Maybe I need a couple nights of good rest, so I might take something. I have several different types of vitamins that I take that help me sleep, uh, sleep soundly. So maybe I'll find something that'll help me sleep better. Because rest, I mean, real good rest and sleep, it's invigorating. It, is, it will renew your spirit. It will help you in so many d different ways. You know, my favorite uh, gospel song has been, since I first got saved, the song, The Longer I Serve Him. You know, the longer I serve Him, the sweeter He grows. And I, I think that is really true, except when I'm weary. When I'm weary, I just don't care what's going on. I'm nothing's sweet, nothing's good, everything looks bad. So I'm asking you, are you weary today? Then I'm telling you, focus on the end result. Focus on what you're going to try to accomplish for the cause of Christ. And then number two, evaluate. Do you need some rest? Are you really getting good sleep when you're sleeping? And if not, I encourage you to find a way to get some good shut-eye because it'll really help you not hate your life, not uh, think everything is bad. It'll, it'll just be great because when the Bible says, be not weary in well-doing, hey, he, he wants us to not be weary in it. He wants us to keep on going. You see, he wants us to be happy in the life that we have chosen to, to live for Christ. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Thanks, Miss Loretta. CW Today is a production of Faith Music Radio. For additional material about Loretta Walker, CW Today, and about Christian Womanhood Magazine, visit Faith Music Radio online at www.faithmusicradio.com. And happy Friday, you're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio, still to come during 11 to 1. You'll hear from Francie Taylor of Keep the Heart, the, ticky, the Tricky Terrain of Giving Advice. Yes, I, I should say it's a tricky terrain, just saying it is. Um, so that'll that'll be at 1230 today. And don't forget, ladies, Francie Taylor, along with Sharon Raven, will join us as keynote speakers for the Faithful Ladies Vacation, April 21st and 22nd this year. Our theme is the goodness of God. O.C., the goodness of God. Um, we're, we're, it's a cruise theme. Vacation goes to sea. And we want you to join us. And you can register at faithmusicradio.com. Ed Russ and the Old Fashioned Quartet will be joining us for the event. And there'll be some of our singers. And they're going to start off the music for the noon hour of 11 to 1. The song, When Jesus Comes in the Clouds. You're listening to Faith. What a shout will rise across the vaulted skies when Jesus comes. When Jesus comes in the clouds, in the clouds we'll leave all pain and care 
and endless glory share when Jesus comes. When Jesus comes in the clouds, in the clouds. When Jesus comes, when Jesus comes in glory, comes in glory, bright. We'll leave the Lord. We'll leave the lonely shades of lonely shades of night. All sorrow will be past, eternal joy at last. When Jesus comes, when Jesus comes in the clouds, in the clouds. strife will cease there'll be eternal peace when jesus comes when jesus comes in the clouds in the towns upon the hills of home our feet shall ever roam when jesus comes when jesus comes in the clouds in the clouds when jesus comes when jesus comes in glory comes in glory bright Shades of lonely, shades of night will be past. Eternal joy at last when Jesus comes. When Jesus comes in the clouds, in the clouds. With all the friends of old, we'll tread the streets of gold. When Jesus comes, when Jesus comes in the clouds, in the clouds there'll be no more. No tears will dim our eyes when Jesus comes. When Jesus comes in the clouds, in the clouds. When Jesus comes, when Jesus comes in glory, comes in glory bright. We'll leave the Lord. We'll leave the lonely shades of lonely shades of night. Will be past eternal joy at last when Jesus comes. When Jesus comes in the clouds, in the clouds, all sorrow will be past. Eternal joy at last when Jesus comes. When Jesus comes in the clouds, in the clouds. When Jesus comes. When Jesus comes in the clouds. Have you been putting off estate planning? Every year you say, "I'm going to take care of it," and yet it's not done. Why not resolve to take the opportunity to get that done this year and call Sheets Charles and Charles at 812-476-2762. That's 812-476-2762. Make an appointment and let certified elder law attorney Stephen Charles help you navigate this important part of your financial life. Stephen and Lindsay Charles are professionals and they care. Stop by their office at 4828 Lincoln Avenue right behind Barnes and Noble. Or give them a call and set up an appointment. 812-476-2762. You'll be glad you did. This programming is brought to you in part by Metzger Construction of Boonville. If you're looking to have any excavation work, drainage, asphalt, or concrete curbs done, they're the place to call. They do driveways, parking lots, streets, and highways. They give free estimates and accept all major credit cards. Quality workmanship and materials are backed up with a one-year guarantee. That's Metzger's Construction in Boonville. The phone number to call is 812-925-7544. That's Metzger Construction, 812-925-7544. We broadcast home improvement shows 24 hours a day. Faith Music Radio. I start counting my blessings. 
blessings one by one I do not deserve all that He's done for me But I'll praise Him forever through eternity And I am amazed that He'd take the time To give me such blessings and fill up my life God is so good, I cannot express how thankful I am, I am so blessed. He's given me breath and He's given me life, He has saved my lost soul from torment and strife. Christ died on the cross just to show me His love, He's building a home up in heaven above. And I am amazed that He'd take the time to give me such blessings and fill up my life. God is so good, I cannot express how thankful I am. I am so blessed. As I journey this way But His mercies are new Every day His grace is sufficient For every trial He amazes me more and more Every mile He gave me His word In this precious old book It speaks to my heart Every time that I look me and helps me when tempted to sin. Through Christ my Lord, over Satan I win. I am amazed that He take the time to give me such blessings and fill up my life. God is so good, I cannot express how thankful I am. such blessings and fill up my life. God is so good, I cannot express how thankful I am. I am so blessed. I am so blessed. Friends singing gospel. I am so blessed. You're listening to Faith Music Radio. I have a devotional here written by Molly Audis. You can find it at christianwomanhood.org under the Evotions tab. Molly is the editor of the the Evotions for Christian Womanhood. That's christianwomanhood.org. Choose the Evotions tab for the latest Evotions written by Molly Audis. And today's topic is happy 50 times over. Happy 50 times over. Psalm 144 verse 15 states, Happy is that people that is in such a case. Yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. John thirteen seven. If ye know these things, happy are ye if ye do them. That's what Jesus said. If ye know these things, happy. 
Happy are ye if ye do them. Matthew 5, 7 says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. That's one, just one of the nine times that word blessed, which means happy, is used in Matthew 5. We call that the Beatitudes. Molly says in the Old Testament, the Hebrew word osher means happiness. The Greek word makarios in the New Testament means the same thing. It's sometimes translated as blessed, and other times it is translated as happy. This word means fortunate or very happy. I like to say it means how happy, exclamation point. Happiness is mentioned 50 times in the New Testament alone. And of course, the most well-known appearance of this word is when Jesus spoke it in the Sermon on the Mount. And of course, that section of scripture is called the Beatitudes in Matthew chapter 5. Happiness is different, though, than joy. You see, joy is a fruit of the Spirit. It is given by God and can be ever-present in our lives regardless of our circumstances. And you can read about that kind of joy in Galatians 5, verses 22 and 23. In the Greek, joy, or chara, is gladness or calm delight. Happiness is something that happens to someone because of the circumstances in their life or because of something they do or do not do. Happiness must be important to God, though, for him to record it in the Bible so many times. Jesus is concerned about our happiness. You know, Jesus said in John 10, 10, I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Sounds like a happy life or full life to me. But Jesus is concerned about our happiness and he gives us many different ways to experience happiness. Now, some of these ways come about through circumstances that don't seem happy at all. Mourning, persecution, and trials. Well, those are mentioned. But the Bible tells us that happiness is most often a product of how we choose to live as a peacemaker, righteous, godly, meek, and so on and so forth. Here's the practical thought Molly says she keeps having and she wants to share with us today. Jesus gave us many ways to be happy. It's almost like a buffet. So many choices. He did not name off a long to-do list we must accomplish before we can be happy. No, he mentioned options, each one bringing happiness. He did not make, he did not make happiness elusive or hard to come by. Happiness must be something God wants for his children. But it is so because it is mentioned so often in his word. And I believe that to be true. We've got a little bit more on this article, but I know this, we can have a joy. And here's Emily Featherstone to sing about it. We'll be back to finish this up. So stay with faith. When Christ died upon the tree, he gave salvation full and free. What a priceless gift of love All we have to do is ask And our sins from us he'll cast Then we'll have a home above We have joy because our name is written there We have peace to which nothing else compares 
thing, but happiness is based on the circumstances. Molly says, God intends for his children, though, to enjoy happiness both on earth and in heaven. Happiness is not a constant like joy. It comes from it comes with circumstances or ways of living. There will be times of happiness, but happiness is readily available to us. We choose it by our actions and attitudes. Molly says, I want to be like the Lord and offer those in my life many, many ways to be happy. My main takeaway from this Bible study on happiness is that I want those around me to have lots of ways to be happy. That is how the Lord feels about happiness and how, and that is how Molly says, I want to feel also. Friend, is it easy for those you love to be happy? Do you make it easy? Or do you require people to jump through lots of hoops? (laughs) Do you put your happiness in the hands of others? Why? Are you known as a person that creates happiness for others? Our wonderful Heavenly Father cares about our happiness. He cares so much that he filled the entire Bible with examples and instructions on how to be happy. Let's take his example and let's fill our lives with lots and lots and lots of different things that make us happy from the Bible. Miss Vicki Mutchler made a quote, when I found out that happiness was in my own control, I got to work on a plan. We can be happy. We have options. The best part is that our happiness is not put in the hands of someone else. We can choose it for ourselves every day. It's a choice. God gave us lots of ideas. Let's choose them. This world should be filled with happy, happy Christians. Choose to be one of them. We're going to have a song. It's by Shannon Knox. It's called Happiness is the Lord. And I I want to encourage you to do that study on that Greek word, or Osher, in the New Testament, and study those Beatitudes out, and look for the biblical ways to choose that kind of happiness. Right after this song, you'll hear from Francie Taylor on Keep the Heart, the tricky terrain of giving advice. So here's that song, and then Francie Taylor, Stay with Faith. Savior living a life within his favor having a change in my behavior happiness is the Lord happiness is a new creation Jesus and me in 
close relation, having a part in His salvation, happiness is the Lord. Real joy is mine, no matter if the teardrops start. I've found the secret, it's Jesus in my heart. Happiness is to be forgiven, living a life that's worth the living, taking a trip that leads to heaven. Happiness is the able to listen to someone sharing a problem without trying to fix it? In other words, can you just listen? Or are you formulating a solution as you listen? Listening to someone tell you that they're about to make a decision that could make their lives harder is so uncomfortable. We may want to talk them out of their plans, but we also know that by inserting ourselves like this, we could end up creating tension in the relationship at least. By saying nothing, It seems like we're agreeing, but if we speak the truth in love, we may get slapped into submission by a verbal rejection. Unsolicited advice is a field of landmines. Thank you for joining Keep the Heart for today's podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, conference speaker, and teacher. She is passionate about teaching what to do with what we learn from God's Word. Now back to today's valuable study. We can usually sense when we're walking into a field of landmines in a conversation. We can usually tell. There's an uneasiness that creeps into our souls, making us feel awkward and uncertain. Unsolicited advice is so easy to give, but it's really hard to take. But the temptation to give advice when we haven't been asked is great especially when we're close to the person and we're concerned about their well-being. Is it our place to offer the advice? What happens if we say something and then things blow up and we get chewed out? How can we sit by and watch someone running straight for the edge of an unseen cliff that we have in full view? Giving advice is tricky terrain. Let's consider three things to keep in mind when we're trying to discern when to speak and when to be silent. First, Wait until the other person is finished speaking. The bad habit of talking on top of others is one that's common but not helpful. 
by listening with your mind set on being a fix-it person, you may miss some important cues as to what's behind the issue that the person is going through. Listening requires concentration. Look at the person. Focus on their words. Observe their facial expressions and be all there. Be checked in. Think about the last time someone shared something with you that was troublesome or that needed advice. Did you listen with compassion or were you trying to problem solve as the person spoke? Proverbs 18.13 warns us against this unhelpful habit. It says this, He that answereth a matter before he heareth it, it is folly and shame unto him. How can you answer something when you haven't fully heard it? When a person wants to talk, ask them if they want your response or just a listening ear. In case you're wondering, well, what's the point of just listening? Maybe you've just not had your turn yet needing a listening ear. People are not always seeking immediate solutions. Sometimes they are sorting through the rubble before coming to a stage where they're ready for counsel. Instead of trying to be an automatic answering machine, practice the patience of listening. Yes, listening requires patience. The second thing to consider when giving advice is this, wait to be asked. Sometimes we see things that are going on in someone else's life, and the closer the relationship, the greater the temptation to insert ourselves without permission. This is really hard. I'm not speaking lightly here because I've been through times where loved ones had something going on and it definitely looked like they were going to take giant steps in a painful direction. But you know what? We've done it too. Understand that we're all capable of doing this and we need to be careful that there's not a spirit of pride developing in our own lives. When we think that we need to tell someone else where they're wrong, It could be that we're thinking too highly of ourselves and not nearly high enough in regards to God. It's very easy to see ourselves as superior in our own minds, when in reality, if we have any true wisdom, it came from God. Listen to this reminder from Romans 12.3. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Pride creeps into the cracks in our lives, and we have to be on the lookout for it. Pride reminds me of a rodent. It can squeeze into the tiniest hole, and then it takes up residence without us knowing it until it's finally exposed. Beware of the rodent called pride. This doesn't mean we can't be honest when we see clear danger, but the spirit in which we speak must come from a pure motive. Too many times, we're really just trying to get a person to conform to our ideals rather than to God's. Examine yourself carefully here. We have to examine ourselves. Are we trying to get someone else to do things our way, or are we truly concerned that the person may be headed for harm? There is a difference, and we need to take care not to become busybodies in other people's lives. This was a problem that was addressed in 2 Thessalonians 3.11. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but busybodies. You know what a busybody is? A busybody meddles in other people's affairs, and that rarely goes well. Now, in context, this scripture was also talking about people who aren't even willing to work, and there's an idleness here that's also being corrected. But we want to be sure that we're not walking around as busybodies. 
meddling in other people's lives and thinking that we're the experts in how they should live. When we're concerned about someone, asking permission to speak with them is better than barging into their lives with unsolicited advice. Small doses at a time are better than backing up a truck and dumping a whole load of observations on someone. And finally, don't attempt to advise a scorner. This is really important when we're considering navigating the tricky terrain of giving advice. We covered this topic in Season 1, Episode 11, so we'll just touch it briefly here. But a scorner is a person who doesn't take God or his word seriously and mocks those who do. Once again, beware of pride, because the temptation to slide into a debate will become overwhelming if pride joins the conversation. What may have started out as a genuine desire to give helpful guidance could quickly decline into a shouting match. When someone mocks God, our faith, and Christianity overall, we tend to take this personally. But it's not our insult. The offense is against God. A scorner will not be corrected by warnings delivered in the wrapping paper of advice. Understand that when the scorner is someone we love dearly, the desire to go on a rescue mission will be enormous, but we need to handle this matter with extreme care. Our first step with a scorner is to obey scripture ourselves. We are clearly told not to correct a scorner in Proverbs 9.8. Listen to what it says. Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love thee. When we expect a scorner to obey the Bible and we're disregarding it, we're off base. It shouldn't be surprising that conversations with a scorner end in anger, shouting, tears, and even more. The Bible says clearly, reprove not a scorner. And then it goes on to tell us why, lest he hate thee. Trying to correct someone who disregards God's authority in their life is out of line, and it could damage whatever is left of the relationship. That's not the goal. So when God says reprove not a scorner, our job is to obey. But what if a scorner asks you for advice? There are times when we have relationships with people who have really honest discussions with us, and they may actually ask. But proceed with extreme caution here because the scripture is still the same. So your words must be just prayerfully and skillfully chosen. Have you ever paused in a conversation just so you could have a silent word with God? It's a good idea to do that. If a scorner asks you a question, pray before responding. Pause. A pause isn't going to hurt something. Rushing in, that could get you hurt. Pray before responding and keep your answers so brief that it's not an invitation for a debate. Do you really believe in the power of prayer? If so, before you give any advice, spend time in prayer for wisdom from above. Our wisdom is flawed and so is our advice. God's wisdom is perfect and so is his word. God can give us wisdom that makes us powerfully beneficial to others. James 1.5 is a great closing verse that says this, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Pray for this kind of godly wisdom, which includes the wisdom to know when to speak and when to be silent. You know, we all take turns making mistakes, and there are times when we need advice and yet we don't seek it. Instead of viewing others as flawed because of their choices and decisions, remember that we're capable of the same thing, and we can learn 
how to practice temperance in this area of giving advice. Ultimately, we're not in the broken life repair business. That's God's specialty. You've been listening to Keep the Heart with Francie Taylor. Subscribe to this podcast and be sure to follow Keep the Heart on Instagram. For more from Francie, visit keeptheheart.com for devotionals, books, Bible studies, and more. Visit keeptheheart.com today. Thank you for listening. And how many times did Francie say during that, we're going to be tempted to want to correct the scorner, reprove the scorner. We're going to be tempted in our humanity. We are, we do face those temptations, but we have to trust just as with every area of our life, we have to trust the word of God. We have to trust that God's ways are certainly higher than our ways. Here's Alessia Becker. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. It's not what I wanted It's not something I understand My circumstances seem so confusing I'm placing it all in your hands Your ways are higher than mine I want mountains to move You want me to climb So I'm gonna trust you Steady and strong Your ways are higher than mine I want mountains to move You want me to climb So I'm gonna trust You will work your will in your time Your ways are high
This portion of programming brought to you by Wealth Trends Advisors, intergenerational wealth management, and executive benefits. For more information, call 812 473 9890. Dication goes to see. Oh, see the goodness of God. That's the theme for this year's Faithful Ladies Dication on April 21st and 22nd. Join us in Evansville, Indiana at Faithway Baptist Church and enjoy a time to relax, renew, and rejoice with our speakers, Francie Taylor and Sharon Rabin, plus 10 teaching excursions and more. Go to faithmusicradio.com. That's faithmusicradio.com to register or call 800-600-7230. Faith Music Missions singers will be providing the music and our famous Merry Marketplace will be available for shopping. This conference is brought to you by Faith Music Radio, where you hear 11 to 1 with Janice every weekday. Easy Breezy registration is now open at faithmusicradio.com. About the goodness of God, it makes me want to smile. Every moment, He's pouring out His blessings. Losing count of all He's done, I often wonder why. He keeps loving such a one so undeserving. Of his blessings, of his blessings. Never, worthy never worthy of what he's sending. No greater wonder, wonder why the Savior would give his favor that is never ending. No way of earning, no way of earning. but he's bestowing his tender mercies. Every morning, how do I thank him? How do I praise him? I'm undeserving of his blessings every day. Still goes beyond what my mind can conceive. It will answer when whosoever's calling. Searching out the least of all to bless abundantly. A holy treasure best described as grace amazing. All his blessings, never worthy, worthy of what he's sending. No greater wonder, wonder why the Savior would give us favor that is never ending. No way of earning what he's bestowing, his tender mercies to every morning. How do I thank him? How do I praise him? I'm undeserving of his blessings every day. How do I thank Him? How do I praise Him? I'm undeserving of His blessings every day. 
His blessings every day, every day. We are undeserving of His blessings every single day. Ed Russ and the Old Fashioned Quartet with that song. Um, thinking about the goodness of God, that's how that song starts off. And that is the theme for the faithful ladies vacation this year vacation goes to see oh see the goodness of god jennifer scow will be joining us she'll be singing and teaching in one of our excursions um aka one of our breakaway sessions she made a new video this week and um based on the song that she wrote um, called You Are Mind, and we recorded it for, she came and recorded it um, several years ago, and it's on her album, Glimpses of You. I have no doubt that someone today needs to hear the words to this song, but I want to give you an, another story behind a song, as Jennifer writes here. I gave you one earlier when we did Let the Lower Lights Be Burning, but here's the story behind the song, You Are Mine, and then I'm going to play it for you. Jennifer said this song was written as, as God's answer to her when she was doubting his sovereignty, doubting his loving kindness, doubting his plan. Two things were happening on that particular day, Jennifer was extremely discouraged in her battle with eating disorders. She felt she would never be free and that her battle would never end. And as she was grieving, also her friend's 19-year-old son had just been killed in a motorcycle accident. And only a few weeks before, Jennifer had talked to him about his future and now he was dead. Jennifer says she accused God in her thoughts and words and cried out, God, what purpose could you possibly possibly have had taking his life? Were you just done with him? Oh, God immediately helped Jennifer see that she was on a path that was wayward and leading her away from trust and faith in God. Jennifer thought for a moment and asked herself, if God were sitting next to me, what would I need him to say to me so that I could be okay? And immediately she began writing this song was his answer to her. No matter how devastating the circumstance, it's a choice to keep trusting God. She says, I was choosing to waver that day, but I decided to turn my feet by returning by turning my thoughts to a choice that would bring me back into fellowship with my God. If you're suffering this week, run to, run to God, not away from Him. He is the answer you need to have peace. And here's some verses for you. I thought on my ways and turned my feet unto the te thy testimonies. Psalm 119, verse 59. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Isaiah 26, 3 and 4. If you want to watch the video, you can watch it on YouTube, on um, her YouTube channel, 
Jennifer Scow. That's S-K-A-W. You can also follow her on Facebook, Jennifer Scow Music and Ministries. And she's posted it there. And I shared it on the 11 to 1 page as well. But here's the song for you listeners. And I know you need these words today. And they were a blessing to me as I watched the video this morning and as I listened to them. We need these reminders. You're listening to Faith Music Radio. When things are dark, I'm still working. When you feel alone, I'm still there. I hold you every moment, everything will be thoughts, beautiful words in that song. Well, thank you for joining us on 11 to 1 today. I do want to remind you ladies that you can register for the Faithful Ladies Daycation at faithmusicradio.com. All the information is at faithmusicradio.com, Faithful Ladies Daycation, April 21st and 20th. Coming up next on Faith Music Radio, you'll hear from our preaching block um, in, during the one o'clock hour, um, Paul Chapel, um, Sam Robinson, and um, Brother Jerry Ross, all three of these preachers. We have, I think, three more preachers during the three or more, more preachers, I think four 
Now that, I, now that um, I'm thinking it through, four preachers during the two o'clock hour and then Riverside Drive with Dan Wolf. And it's a happy Friday. I get to join Dan on Fridays and I love doing that. And I'll be joining him today. And here he is to close out 11 to 1 with the song, Speak, O Lord. And it's my reminder to you to let your light shine for the Lord Jesus Christ and let it shine bright when you ask the Lord to speak with you and you hear what he says you'll be able to shine your light to bring him glory and that's why we shine for him not for ourselves but for Jesus thank you for joining us on faith speak oh Lord as we come to you to receive the food of your holy word take your truth planted deep in us shape and fashion us in your likeness that the light of Christ might be seen today in our acts of love and our deeds of faith. Speak, O Lord, and fulfill in us all the purposes for your can never fail let their truth prevail over unbelief speak O Lord and renew our minds help us grasp the heights of your plans for us. Truths unchanged from the dawn of time that will echo down through eternity. And by grace we'll stand on your promises and by faith Till your church is built 